Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of... Let's Have a Drink, the podcast. What? Does it already sound bad? It, you're, you're like, it sounds like you're forcing it. I'm, I'm trying to project. You don't have to project, just talk normal. Okay, well, then I might cut out more. Use your diaphragm. Anyways, continue. <laughs> um, so, sorry. Let's have a drink. The podcast where we sit down, relax with a drink, and talk about whatever topic we decide to chat about that week. Um, in case you haven't already noticed, my <laughs> voice is going to be a little bit in and out compared to what it normally is. Um, maybe sound a little bit more raspy or restrained because I have been fighting something off this weekend hardcore so i'm a little mucusy a little flummy my throat's been a little sore almost lost my voice um yesterday so it's still holding on strong yesterday it was it was getting a little rough on saturday Saturday was pretty when i was at work so you should have heard me before i left work that's why i didn't really talk a lot when i met you to come home yeah um because when I was leaving work, it was bad. Yeah. Like Taylor was like, "Go home, please." I know. I'm surprised you made it this far. That's what it I was said like on Saturday. You kept talking, and it was like you were literally pushing air out of your throat. Yeah, uh, forcing it, and I was like, "Just, just shut up." <laughs> You're like, "Stop saying things." I'm like, just "Yeah, but I want to be a part of the conversation." Words. Yeah. So um, this may be an episode where uh, I talk a little bit more than usual, which is probably the case most times, anyways. Uh, but yes, we yes. we have a sick, a little bit of a sick Ryan, but at the end of it, I am like. End of its 90% tail. capacity, yeah. guys. I yeah. am well into recovery. Yeah, mostly just the throat now. Um, mostly just the but throat. But anyways, welcome back to another episode, guys. This is super fun. Um, I'm so excited to be back. The thing about the it just feels so much better to like have the routine we have because I actually look forward to the podcast so much more now. Yeah. Um, and I say this a lot, but uh, we do have a fun episode this week and an even funner beer. Um, I know that's not a word. Well, it's not really a beer. It's not a beer. That's why it's fun. Um, guys, okay. this week we have uh, a new drink uh, to try out. Um, and I'll let Ryan take it away. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's bustle or boosel. Bustle? Bustle? Bussin. Sure, we'll call it Bussin. Okay. So, um, the, okay, I'm just, um, there's a lot happening here. I'm kind of confused. Okay. So it's the Rubus Hibiscus and Raspberry Flavored Cider from Bustle. Bustle. Yep. Bustle. I believe we'll, it, we'll say bustle. We'll say bustle, um, but it say it says that it's made by Thousand Island Farms in Mallorytown, Ontario. Um, it's bustlecider.com is where yep. you'll find yep. more from them. Um, I've never heard of these guys before. Curtis just showed up with both the bustle, cans for uh, each of B-U- us to try. B U S L. It might be an acronym. Might be just a name that they come up with. Uh, very cute can design. I yeah. like a good, like nice flavored cider. Can I read the back? And then there's a spiel. Sweet. Yeah, so the hibiscus flower is known to be a symbol of one's pure beauty. Legend has it that when someone is gifted a hibiscus flower, uh, it meant that the giver acknowledged the beauty of the recipient. Rubus brings this beauty to life with its floral, floral fruity blend of hibiscus and raspberry aromas. Cheers to all of life's gifts and simple prether, pre- pleasures. Cheers. So the aroma um, listed here, floral and fruity, the body is medium dry, um, and the color is a, a rose or rosé red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've got a weird face going. I, how just, about, took, I just took a sip, a how couple about, sips. Okay. Um, and it, there's a flavor in there that's like like tanging my tongue a bit. I, I don't know if it's the hibiscus part, but it seems like it's like soury or like... Tar- well, it's probably the tart like raspberry, bittery. babe. It, it just, I don't know what it is. It just seems like it's like bad. I don't know if it's like a... Is that just me? 
it's not like I think you're having a more an extreme like flavor reaction. I think something's coming out because you must like it. I I do enjoy it. I will say I think because of the way the raspberry notes are coming up, it almost gives me more of a sugarier taste than what I normally like in my cider. Mm -hmm. Especially because it's like a medium dry. I would have expected it to be a bit more of like a sharper tart, not a sweet tart. Mm -hmm. But it's still really nice. I actually like it. It's a no. It's a good cider. It's sweeter. It is very sweet. Um, I think it must be that tart sort of soury flavor that is coming out right after. Like you I get the initial s- sweetness and stuff, but then I just get this and like other flavor that's I will say when strong. we do a lot of like more tart stuff, it's a lot of like um, blackberries, cherries, lemons. So we don't have a lot of stuff with a raspberry and sometimes raspberry can be on that like sweeter tart end. Yeah. And depending on what flavors it's paired with, it does tend to kind of have a weird taste. So it's probably where kind of your palate's freaking out a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, the more I sip it, the better it gets. Like, it's just yeah. one of those that didn't expect that. I expected yeah. just, excuse me, a smooth cider flavor. Right. Something sweet with the f- flavors of the fruits and stuff. Because uh-huh. it even said uh, fruity and floral. It might be the floral that's even coming in. But right. uh, the hibiscus is definitely definitely hitting that. That's that's sort of what's coming out, I think, to me uh, and mashing, mashing with the raspberry. But I do, I'm starting to, to enjoy it the more I sip it, like I said. Um, never tried this like beautiful can. That's why I grabbed it. I really like the can design. Yeah, no, it's a really gorgeous can. It's engaging. Um, it's got like your like standard white background, but the actual like it's got the um like pinky red hibiscus flowers all yeah. over. So it really does kind of catch your eye. It does. Um, and the logo itself for for the makers is is very intriguing as well. It is. That's that's what sort of caught my attention too. I I, I want to know a little bit more about that. But it's like your standard I've never kind seen of them um. Before. It's like your cleaner edge, like minimalistic, like font, but it's got a nice strike through on it. So it looks. Where really is cool. Mallory Town? I don't know where. Let's let's look it up. Let's look oh, it up I'm on curious, the old cause it's, Google Maps. It can't Maps. be far, obviously. Um. Because they usually don't have crazy far stuff in Niagara, but interesting. It's a batch Mallory cider Town. too, so it was. This isn't a batch. Mallory Town, Ontario. Um, very interesting. I like it. I'll give it. I'll give it a six and a half out of ten. Oh, that's a, that's a good number, I think. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's um. Oh, it's like below Ottawa, right on the border. Mm. Interesting. It's okay. like right on the border. I didn't know there was an Athens, Ontario. Athens? Oh, yeah. It's by, if anyone knows, um, like the Brockville area around Ontario, or not Ontario, Ottawa. Um, it's not too far down the way from there. Um, if you've never heard of Mallorytown before, which I kind of doubt considering it's, you can kind of tell like how big they do the font on maps sometimes mm. for like how, yes, much, how big the area is. Yeah. So I feel like if you know like Brockville um in like Lansdowne and stuff you'll know mallory town okay um i don't really know the outer ottawa area that well or uh nearby so um i i feel like i probably wouldn't have heard of that right, right. um but yeah cool so that's where it is it's that's, it's, it's more far. ottawa that's way but like yeah. and when i say on the border i mean like literally right on the border like i'm on the map here and it's like there's a major highway the four it's the 401 highway there's thousand islands park and then it's the, it's like a, oh, which lake is it? I don't know. Anyways, it's almost like more of like a river lake area. Okay. Um, And then it's the international, like the red line for the international border right, right there. Right, Cool. No, that's really sweet. That's, I, not that far, but definitely, um, you know, reaching. So 
I hope uh, I hope to see some more from them because they're they're a cider house too, right? So they're uh, yeah, they're a cider place. So it'd be fun. Yeah, to see cider some place. More from, it, it, I here. have a feeling it might be like a general farm area, and they may do like cider and then have something true, else. True, true. Um, it's good for, thought. It's really cool. Sorry, I'm just looking at the maps here and like. It basically, like, it's right at the border of where the Adirondack Mountains are. So it's right kind of, like, funnily enough, um, in, uh, we've been rewatching The Office, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Dunder Mifflin has a, I mean, obviously it's not real, but has a branch in Utica. Right. Um, and it's literally, like, if you look at where it is, the border, it's the Adirondack Mountains, and Utica's right underneath the mountain range. Right. So it's, like, right by Utica, New York, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. You know, the office. The office, yeah. Always referencing That's the Karen's office. branch. Literally. <laughs> I think we referenced the office office once an episode. Of oh, my God. I do on a regular basis now. Um, and one of the newer leaders on our team, she watches it regularly. She's been she's watched it on her break at work, so we talk about it all the time. Yeah. We've both watched the episodes a lot, so we both know a lot about the show. Yeah, yeah. And then I have other uh, co-workers who have started kind of like catching up on it, or at least I've watched it once to kind of like in passing know about maybe the more impactful episodes. But mm-hmm. the fact that like i can quote things regularly and a while back we had talked about the one um with the uh was it the cold open or was it well it kind of like plays through the rest of the episode but it was in the cold open where um it's the one where they're trying to film the commercial for dunder mifflin right and wait which commercial <clears throat> like the original commercial when right. they, when when ryan was Dunder a VP. mifflin the people, people, papers, versus paper, people, people yeah yeah, that, yeah and then they um ryan hires those outside guys yeah um so basically at the beginning when they're trying to like talk about it um michael was like we should have like a like a jingle or whatever and then um and he's like yeah 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 like the one where it's like give me a break give, give me, me a, a break. break break me off a piece of that and he like forgets what it is and then jim just goes nobody help him and he goes what no and he's like trying to remember it he says like uh chrysler car football cream is what aaron said she always remembers she's like i always remember football cream cream. and then finally at the end of it it's like one of those post-credit things um where it's like that final talking head interview he goes i got it and he goes he goes through the thing and and he's like he's got it's got to rhyme with peace yeah right he's got to rhyme with peace and then he goes and he goes Fancy feast, and he goes, "Yeah, that's right. It's a cat food. Break me off piece of that fancy feast." Yeah, he's like, he, yeah, he's I remember it. He's determined. He's determined. I'm like, bro, that's funny. It's so, so good. good. Yeah, I'm finding like now that you're watching it again, I, I again, I catch myself a lot, just stop like stopping in my path, walking yeah. back to and from yeah, the office. Yeah, you'll come and like watch a and scene I'll just watch for a like bit. thirty it's seconds. Just, it is such a good show. It's so good. And here's the thing: is like we've talked about this before. You don't always get like. There'll always be shows that I'll like to go back to and like I'll binge for a little while, depending on where I've like picked up on. Because you watch a show enough, you can kind of pick up anywhere. And then I usually will just continue watching through. They're like, they're your comfort shows where it's like, you know what? I don't really want to try and decide on anything right now. I know I'm going to like this. I know I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and here's the thing too with like rewatching shows is you start watching it enough and there's things that you already automatically remember and recognize from a scene. So you can start paying attention to other characters in the background. Right. That's my favorite thing about watching, especially the like ensemble comedies. Like, uh, office and Brooklyn Nine Nine is the other one that we watch regularly. Rewatch regularly in this house is getting to watch everybody else who are kind of like in the background of the scene but are still a part of the scene. Like how in character they, they stay, or if they're just kind of like thing, passively yeah. watching until they have to jump in. And it's fun being able to watch like 
them in yeah. the scene and they're reacting to the scene. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to find those little, um, or it's one of those like small facial expressions or like quick responses that you don't catch necessarily with all the other louder stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But especially with like when there's like bigger moments happening around Jim in the office and he'll just have like a quiet line right. that will just slip by if you're not paying attention. I know, I but the still, more you watch I, it, the more I, you I pay attention a, and the more funny it becomes. Like, I will ca- catch a joke that I don't ever remember yeah but it's like a good one it's like just a good line yeah so, exactly yeah, yeah. so um, that, that's why i like rewatching it yeah yeah um anyways have another sip because your throat's getting dry have a have, have a sip have a sip have a sip girl um but we're gonna get deep into this episode this week guys we are doing i know we kind of not even promised but we did mention that we were going to review thor love and thunder um we're gonna give it another week if not another two weeks um yeah we we just know uh even people that we know haven't watched it yet uh who might listen to the podcast exactly. plus um just, it's just, a lot to review stuff back a, to back and we yeah, kind of want to break up the season things, a little bit you know, more we just reviewed stranger things and, and and whatnot and we have other segments that we really do enjoy um so we're going to try to break up some of that sort of content uh so this week we're going to be doing deep conversations i believe it's number four or five um right. i really don't remember uh, but um, I have a little snippet to, to kind of introduce this week's uh, topics and stuff. So uh, okay. but before we start all of that, um, we have one thing to do first. And oh, yes. Is, How could we ever forget? We don't. I didn't forget. I'm bringing, I'm segueing us in. All right. All right. And it is that amazing, upbeat, funky ass intro. Roll it. Let's have it. From that wonderful intro that we are so blessed to have from Legato Rouge. Legato Rouge, shout outs to him. Uh, he's been a little, little MIA too in the in the you know music uh, scenes that he is, but I think he's just busy with life, and that is yeah, and that happens. That's all. That's all you know, that's why we why we always say that we get to enjoy uh, or not get to, but that we do enjoy our breaks that we take mm-hmm. in between clumps clusters of episode seasons. Um, because it allows us to kind of like get to life a little bit and yeah. not because again as much as we say this is our passion project we love doing it it's a great outlet for us sometimes it does feel like more of a chore and does get a little bit overwhelming in the midst of life so of course it's it's good to be able to have that time where we don't really need to worry and about I love that when extra he just, thing he, i love when he throws some random stuff he's working on just in the middle of a day or in the night and like it's just something that he feels so yeah. good that he may come up came up with and it's not forced Yes. That's exactly how you should be doing. And that's the thing is you don't want to have yeah. to force it. And that's sort of what the podcast felt for a bit, but now mm. we're at a really good rhythm and I love it. Yeah, so. I think it's one of those where we're not putting as much pressure on ourselves week to week. Um, either we have an idea of what we're going to do or we know that we can, you know, essentially wing an episode and talk about whatever, whether it be mm-hmm. an update or we happen upon a topic for the episode and you guys still really enjoy yeah. it because you like to just hear our thoughts. And I think that was kind of a big epiphany moment for us that at the end of the day, as long as like we're having engaging conversation and, and passionate about it in some way, uh, you guys are going to listen and enjoy it and appreciate it. Yeah. As an evolving, uh, you know, it, this podcast is evolving and you've, You've all evolved with us um, into what it is now, which is, which is just Ryan and I shooting the shit. And that's what it always exactly. should have been. 
Um, that's how it how it initially began and then evolved into something well, else. And we've talked about this before. We see, yeah, we always do. But like it's we initially was about the guest. It was like, you know, shoot the shit with a friend or, you know, with, right. with whoever. And then it was like, well, why can't we just do that, you and me? And we had to do it. Well, we, I mean, we, that we were, also, then it was well, yeah, because COVID kind of forced that's us when we to. That's when we stressed. We're like, oh, my God, like we had to come up with so many things. And then we came up with some games and segments to do. And then we fell in love with some of them. And now it's just like second nature now that it's like, oh, well, we have so many things to talk, talk about and some Absolutely. things are easy, some things aren't. We watch movies and TV shows and we watch the mainstream stuff. So let's, why not talk about it? People will Absolutely. listen. Um, but yes, yeah, so deep conversations. One of my favorite, uh, to- uh, I guess, yeah, segments that we do, yeah. uh, episode topics, because uh, it just gets us, it gets us talking. Um, it gets us getting to know each other better. Um, even though, you know, we're in this really close knit relationship, um, yeah. there's still th- th- things that you can, can always learn. learn new things about people. Cause sometimes you like, couldn't have thought to ask a certain question or ask it a certain way. And it brings up a memory, right? Like you're always learning new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, even like today, my, um, uh, my aunt got like a box mailed to her from some other family of ours, um, in like Malton who, um, had a bunch of really old pictures that were at like our, our nan and granddad's and, um, it was like all these old photos of them and family and like a few, a couple of the photos had like tiny me in them. And it was just really like interesting and like fun to look back on all of these old photos and be like, oh my God, like look at you know, stuff that I didn't remember or things I didn't know of at all. Either yeah. I wasn't, wasn't around or I was too young to remember it. Um, so it's just kind of like you you were almost experiencing a new memory or a new thing. And I was yeah. showing some of them to you and you're like, wow, like there's always like new things to kind of be introduced either to like your own thoughts on like what your life history is as well as, you know, things about yourself you're sharing yeah. with your partner. Yeah. And in these, I like when we do it this way in the podcast, cause you know, it's sort of a first thought, initial thought. Uh, but what thing I was going to preface was that um, sponsored hashtag sponsored, not sponsored ad. Um, we have been really enjoying this app called paired. We um, have. And, and it kind of goes hand in hand with this segment. Um, we introduced it to my mom. Uh, so she could try it out with her boyfriend. And basically yeah. there's, there's this app that gives you um, that you and your significant other do together. And basically every day it prompts you uh, to answer questions or, or answer Quizzes a question or, or, or do a, a, a quick survey or a quiz uh, based and, it, and it's always based on a topic involving your relationship. So it's different relationship categories when it comes to like communication, sex and intimacy, other other things like Finances, personality stuff like yeah, that personality um, even just like fun things um you basically get to create like a couple profile where you have your anniversary you can track um progress on like questions answered and things like that um and yeah it just prompts you with like different things every week that was really loud slap on my leg that was really loud um there's been quizzes about like how wild you are or like permission giving so in the, yeah. the permission giving one like the what how wild you are was kind of like kind of like a weird fun one about like wild animals and stuff like that um but then the permission giving one was about like um you know if you're permitting and creating a space where your partner can feel that they can be themselves mm-hmm. um other questions are like which iconic movie kiss would you like most like to recreate um there was other so what was the one yesterday oh um what's like the fate your favorite thing that like your partner wears or yeah. another one was what's like a trait on like a more serious than like what's a trait that like your partner inherited from their like parents or caregivers that 
like you yeah. really love or appreciate. Yeah, there's amazing questions that are uh, that just get you really chatting with with your significant other. I think the ones that are like you know they're most of them are open ended questions. So you have a you can write a book if you wanted to about yeah. you know a specific topic. Um, yeah. So if you guys are interested, it's super super fun. Uh, the free version is is one daily question. Uh, yeah, for which you and I feel like other. usually for unless you really kind of want to dig deep right away. Unless you feel like there are some things you really can work on and you want to you know take the time to be honest and answer questions and stuff then yeah invest in the premium version but i feel like the free one with the one question a day basically is enough for us because it's kind of like it's the same thing i think you compare to the one point where it's like we usually like to try and do the wordle together and like compare and things like that this is like one other daily thing that we get to do that kind of like has us connect more um and this one actually prompts more of a conversation on like you know uh, how like especially with like the survey ones if our answers are different on one of them it's like oh well how did you interpret this question right or um here's my perspective on it maybe we interpreted the question the same way but i had this answer for this reason yeah yeah um or on more of the open-ended ones not only is it fun to just see what you said but like it's also really fun where we happen to because it doesn't let you see the other person's answer until you've already answered until both of you have answered yeah, yeah. so like you need to you need to both be answered to see each other's answer which i, I think is cool because then the you can get part. a genuine like unbiased like this is just my response you're not prompted by what your partner's saying Mm -hmm. um which i think is really cool um and it's just fun on that note to see like how similar our answers end up being um there's been a couple of them where it's like we either both mention the same thing or we're spot on and we answer the same we're on the same we're on the same path and a lot of them um is just you know a testament to our relationship we are so aligned some of the quiz ones we've been not and we're like hmm that's very interesting let's chat about it and it prompts conversation so and um, usually it just comes down to which is why i use an example of just like we interpreted a question a different way mm -hmm. or just had like a different perspective on what the question was asking and but then that also again prompts an interesting conversation of like oh okay well when you put it that way i get where you're coming from um and then same for the other person like okay but like you've made a really good point by saying you interpreted it this way and you had this answer i i do agree with you on that front or you know if there's a a reason still why we happen to disagree well here's why and in that mind like that's all op- in my mind it's opening conversation it's allowing you to get closer together because yeah. like you're understanding each other's perspectives more or solidifying what you probably already knew or, exactly. or thought you already knew about your significant, exactly. significant other so um go check it out it's on the app store it's on the google play store it's called paired uh it looks like um i don't know two tier two upside down teardrops um it's yes. a really it's really really sweet uh really easy to set up and you you and your significant other set it up together um and uh, it's it's a fun daily thing. So yeah. uh, let us know if you guys take partake in that. And, yeah. uh, and do still, it for, again, do hashtag not sponsored. But if Paired wants to sponsor if us. Paired, if anybody at Paired, um, yeah, yeah, right. Somebody um, wants to um, go on to Paired's website. And if there's any sort of submissions that you can say, hey, these people talked about your app and they really loved it. How and we tried it them? and we liked it. And that's cool. How about you give them the premium for free just so they mm-hmm. can talk about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> be hilarious. Uh, but with that being said, we are going to get into deep conversations. We've done half the episode and we haven't even gotten into that. I know, so. my God. Okay, deep conversations. Again, shout out to For Your Eyes on TikTok. He is the man giving us all these You've amazing got more questions, questions from For Your he, Eyes. He's posting. He's actually like, I, I don't know what he is. He might be a counselor of some kind, but his he's actually set up a website now where you can go into his website and ask like for advice and he'll give you advice. Like, oh, he's, that's really cool. He's, I don't know what his... Um, career is or, or whatever right, but he, or must, he must be in is. something involving that because again I mean, he just I has so. he, I, I, he opposed a lot of good uh mentally 
stimulating stuff. So it's really good. So <laughs> deep conversations. Uh, question number one. Um, did, what did your first heartbreak teach you? Have you ever been heartbroken? That was my um, question. I mean, I I've been heartbroken, maybe not in the in the way that like normal. Hey, everyone's different, so of course. Yeah, no, but I I think my my first heartbreak definitely taught me that, um, like I need to be able to be the driver of my own happiness. Um, I I it's one of those obviously like ugh, this is gonna sound so cynical, but like you shouldn't have all of your happiness and validation depend on the one person. It really just showed me that from the get go. Like, especially when you're younger, like you kind of are fed on social validation from Mm -hmm. your family, from your friends. That's how you gain your confidence because you feel like you belong. Right. Um, it's part of socialization. Mm -hmm. So I think that first heartbreak really taught me that like you still have to be responsible and the driver of your own happiness in life. Do you, was it, did you think that the people around you and their, um, you know, social, you know, reassurance, I guess, mm-hmm. was driving your happiness then? It wasn't within you? Not necessarily, with- but I think it definitely, like, it, it it blows you down in a way. It's like, okay, like, it definitely didn't help, but it's one of those, I need to be more responsible for being able to, doing like... Doing what makes you happy. and being, Yeah, doing yeah. what makes me happy. And, like, to, to basically not say not have it not affect you because it teaches everything every heartbreak or sad thing in life teaches you something right yeah but i feel like it was one of those situations where like i don't want this to tear me down as much as it has ever again yeah like i need to be able to to bounce remember back. how old you were or what grade you were in when, um, when you experienced this yeah i was in like like older grade school right yeah. So not at not like super young or super like not like last year of high school kind of thing. No, no, no. <laughs> to no, imagine. No. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. I, but yeah, everyone, everyone uh, experiences things differently. That's awesome. That's a good answer. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. What I, about I, you? Um, I don't know. I think it's probably something very similar. I think that my heartbreak, um, because I thought like I was, my whole thing was like I, you know, I love quick. Like I fall for people quick. Yeah. Um, so that's why like I had a lot of strong relationships. Um, with, with girls growing up and, and you know, all that stuff. But my first, like, when I think about heartbreak, I think about like a relationship, like, you know, a, just a solid relationship. And so my, the, my first quote unquote love, which would have been my quote unquote ha- first heartbreak. It, the, the thing, the main thing that taught me was that I have time, like life's way too short to fucking worry about anything, especially something like that. And mm. that I was, I was responsible for just doing what I want to do in life. Yeah, for your own happiness. And, and, and I knew that, you know, I was going to have relationships probably similar to that one. I was going to have other relationships that were not going to work out. But that was still when I was young and I was like, I got to at least try, right? Yeah. And then I put and I put 110 into like all of that. Mm. So I, that's why I felt, yeah. I always felt for people quick. Mm. Um, and then one that, the one that stuck was obviously, you know, didn't work out again, but yeah. another relationship that stuck yeah. for a while but either yeah. way that was probably the one it taught yeah. me and I, I still I believe do. that today like it's just yeah. you have so much time like life you yeah. have so much time you just gotta worship every like you really gotta love every minute of it you can't be yeah. worrying about well and i do like what you said because i do agree that it, it um mine taught me the same thing of of you still need to be able to just put yourself out there because if you're not going to experience anything like you're not going to get anything out of life mm-hmm. so despite the fact that like you may get heartbroken or you may get hurt it is something that like makes you i think it um really showed me like how much 
things like that can teach you in life. Oh yeah. Um, and really kind of like, like push me into a new sense of myself. Um, that like, it, you know, it, it, it needed to be gone through. Right. You know, you need, every you need to be able to go out there and like put yourself reason, out there. Right? Like everything happens for a reason. And so like, I think that putting yourself out there and getting mm-hmm. hurt is so, is, it should be way more normalized. But yeah. I think also if you put yourself out there and you didn't get hurt, you're not numb to it. It's just that you're now, it's a, it's an established thing. It's different for you than it is for everybody else. Yeah. Right? Um, I also still firmly believe that you shouldn't waste your time in a relationship if you don't feel like it's going to fit and if it's yep. going to work. Don't waste anybody's time. Obviously, put yourself out there. Give give yourself the chance yeah. and opportunities, yeah. but don't ever waste time. Same thing goes for any kind of other heartbreak too. Yeah. Like any sort of other relationships in your life. Like if it's something that's not adding value to you, then it's it's – um, it's time to reevaluate whether it's just simply communicating with the person of like, hey, like, this is how I'm, you know, being made to feel. And if it doesn't seem like that there's someone in your life that is going to want to like change that to be to be better or to be able to meet you halfway in some way, shape or form. Then you need to kind of like really say like, is this worth having in my life? Right. Like, is this worth putting in the effort if I'm going to be made to feel like shit or I'm not going to get the effort back? Right. And and exactly. And you got to look at yourself sometimes too. Like, I think relationships have also taught me so much about myself. Yeah. Like being being heartbroken, being hurt has taught me a lot about myself. Yeah. I think I think it always Absolutely. should. So yeah, that's why the most, the, that's why the, the experience matters too. It's right? the most challenging things in yeah, life that teach yeah. you the most about yourself. Um, segueing into the next question, um, how have you changed in the last year? What, oh my god! In the last year, one year. In the one year specifically, I would say that I don't know. I think I've I don't know. Like I I think I'm in overall. I'm in a different phase in my life in the last few years of like being a lot more self-assured, a lot more of, I know what I, like, I know what I want rather than just a, you know, I know that I'm on a new path and I'm excited about it and that, you know, I can't wait to, like, I have for, I don't want to say like I didn't have any goal or direction, but like I have a specific like plan and direction in mind. I have specific end goals in mind. I'm, I'm more confident in the goals that I'm setting myself rather than be like, oh, I hope I get there someday. Right, it's like, right. no, I'm going to get there and this or when, is how. when will it happen? You know, how is it going to happen? Exactly. It's like, this is how. how, these are the opportunities that are going to be laying ahead of me. Right. And, you know, this is how I get prepared to take them when they come. And it's, it's, it's like in, in, in eyesight and in line. Um, I'd say I'm definitely like in more of a a season in my life where I've been the most like kind of willing to kind of like step up for myself as well. Yeah. I definitely am still obviously like a more reserved person. Like I do tend to kind of like, you know, you have those pushover tendencies. I do. And I think that's always going to be there. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you're right. There's like, cause I tend to kind of like observe a little bit before I tend to say anything, but like, I, I definitely will be more apt to be like, um, hi, like I, you know, I don't like how this is being done or hi, like I want this opportunity. Hi, I need to be doing this right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm rather than just kind of waiting for things to happen to me. If I, if I feel like there's an opening to take something, I will. Yeah. Um, I think that I was going to even say like, I could probably, I might, it might be easier for me to answer for you because of how I've seen, you know, you change. I was going to say, how do you feel that I've changed? So I basically the same thing. I think the biggest thing is that you have literally taken the steps to, 
to get where you want to go, but physically yeah. done the things to, to take your next steps, whereas yeah. before you really didn't. And mm-hmm. seeing as soon as that happened, you just, your whole, your personality has been so determined. Like I've never seen you love your job more than you do now yeah. over the past year, which yeah. is huge. Genuinely. You still have a big work-life balance. I But do. I also don't, I also know that there's, it could be worse. And so I think back yeah. at times where, you know, like even I struggled, there's just one of those things that like, yes, you love your job. So mm-hmm. like, y- you know, balancing, it's going to be tough. It's just, yeah. you, you'll find it eventually. And I think yeah. there's going to be, there's going to be a level, but yeah. it's, it's how it is. Um, I know like for a while you took health various, like your, your, yeah. like, um, fitness, your physical health very yeah. seriously. And that's one thing that I know you want to approach more. Yes. It's, it's something I, that I like, generally do. It's a hard thing your... to get back into like a routine. I'm definitely still yeah. more aware of how I'm moving my body. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough yeah. to kind of get then, back into it. And then it. a little bit more of the past probably half year, but I guess still in, over the last year is, um, is your finances. Like we've done mm-hmm. the, we've done better with budgeting mm-hmm. and we've done so much better for each other for mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Um, so that, that one thing I think you're yeah. just going to, continue with for the yeah. time being until you feel like you're really comfortable with with how you yeah. how that how yeah. that works out right and, and, so. that, and that's the thing too is like yes you'll get more kind of comfortable onto a plateau of like oh this is a good space to be in i genuinely believe though like there always still is more to be able to improve on and learn and develop um so it may just end up you know moving into a new stage of okay i feel comfortable where this thing is at okay now let's move to this next level right. of having these things yeah. in order or yeah, or having sure. it elevated to this but what about you what else do you feel uh, for, that's basically for you. Like again, a year's. Well, not what a about? Long. Is there anything specifically for you though? Oh, like, for I mean, for me, like that you see in yourself. Similar things like fitness for sure. Oh, for I've sure. I've approached health in a totally different mindset. You have more like again last like four months, five months than over the last year, but it's in the last year. Um, yeah. I've always been cautious about it. Just one of those things I wanted to approach differently. Um, you've been you've really career, made it a lifestyle though change it, it for you rather be. than it needs to be and it does and i think that's the tough thing on on my end is i want to get back into it but it's just not quite like don't i haven't figured this, out a good way to fit it into yeah, my lifestyle it's one of those things that i still like sundays i'm like i don't want to work out today i hate it but then once i start it i yep. because of how what my routine is i go i know what i, I can focus on i don't need to i can do a half hour but yeah. i did everything that i wanted to better like my yeah. arms and this and that, like different parts. Like there's so many different muscle groups that like you could easily squeeze out a 30 minute workout targeting specific muscle groups. Absolutely. And if you feel pain in that muscle group, you're, you're even more motivated. Cause you're like, that's, I know I'm going to see growth there. Yeah. Like that's how it gets easier. Yeah. Um, so, so fit for sure fitness. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, my career too, like I've taken a big approach just this starting of 2022 alone of just really trying to f- strive to be, to get to the next step of my development um and it's actually been recognized a lot so same it's been been working so i mean amazing all i can all i can say is that i think that the steps i've been taking has been worth it absolutely i've seen like a much different focus uh rather than like oh i'm just gonna you know like do my developer thing which there's nothing wrong with that right um but i definitely have noticed a uh, yeah, like you'd tell me about your one-on-ones or you'd even mention to me, yeah, I feel like I can take more of this on at work or I've noticed that this this area needs help and I'm going to, you know, offer, I've been offering or I've been taking on and you'll talk about like one-on-ones with, with the upper guys on your team of saying like, hey, give me more or hey, what's my next step? What sort of task can I start to take on? You've shown that initiative with them yeah. and you've had like a different, you've always been driven with work. 
but you've had a different drive in the last year, year and a half even. Right. Um, And really kind of being motivated to like push yourself further Mm -hmm. to like set up that career thing for you. And and I love seeing that because it is something that you've, you really have enjoyed the company that you've been with. And I think you have a really great team of people to be able to pull from support wise and to be able to go like, hey, like I, you know, I see myself in this person's position. So like I want to be able to make sure that I'm like, you know, getting advice from them. You're using the resources rather than just solely trying to figure it out on your own. And I think that's super important. You've always been a guy who you will sit down and you'll solve something, right? But you, but I think it's fantastic that you really are kind of being a lot more open um, with the people that you work with and more collaborative in the sense of you're trying to get as much information from other people rather than just by your own like work and research to improve yourself. Because I've always been like, I've for the most part, like when it comes to work, I've always worked with groups of people or, or been on a a team of some sort. So it's, it's one of those, I've always seen the value in a collaborative effort and learning from other people's perspectives, because like being able to get extra info and perspective from other people, like makes you a better team member and, you know, in the future, a leader. For sure. Um, and I've seen where like if there's too many similar things or if someone's too one track minded that it it you know, you run into issues or or you stop any sort of like evolution or or anything like that. So being able to kind of like get opinions from other people helps you evolve. Yeah, you right? gotta be you gotta be open minded and if you ever wanna like climb or or, or yeah. grow or uh, you know, continue to develop in any industry yeah. that you're in. Yeah. You you really have to understand what 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 it takes to be next, like what it takes to yeah. be better, I've always, what it takes to be stronger, more developed, more yeah, more, and more th- knowledgeable. Right. I think one thing that kind of hit me that brought me up an epiphany that's kind of helped me through this like little bit of a fast track that I've done with yeah. work um, is just because someone's saying that there's like an area of improvement or that they want to see this out of you doesn't mean that you're not doing a good job. It just means that they want to see you evolve. They're giving you tools and suggestions on how to level yourself up. So just because it's not a stellar review from top to bottom, like doesn't mean that that's no, no one, no, no one. This is my big, I think my favorite thing that I heard years ago was no one's ever going to have a perfect performance review. Yeah. Everybody needs to and will have something to improve and on. Quite frankly and should. If you, and if you don't, then you're being lied to because yeah. that means you're perfect and nobody's fucking perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody can do because everybody's at the end of the day, no, Nobody can do that all perfectly. Because at the end of the day, if you're exceeding in the level that you're at, well, then your leaders should be challenging you because mm-hmm. you should have the potential cha- to move exa- forward. Exactly. So then you should be given more, okay, now here's how we're going to level you up. Here's where I want to see your performance go yeah. further or okay, improve now in you're, this okay, section. Okay, so maybe you're a little overqualified, which is great. So like, yeah. let's give you challenges to so that show you us can, what you can do exactly. and show us where you succeed even exactly. more. And show us where you fail a bit because now we can make you a better person. Exactly. We can make you better at exactly. all these things. Yeah, well, it's, it's just like thinking, and, and it's one of those too, is you never know in new opportunities you never would have necessarily considered for yourself. Yeah. Then gets brought to you. Like I was someone on my leadership team who I was great with ops. I was great with like talent and hiring and I, and I understood how to like plan for the business. And when I say ops, we mean like numbers, we mean like coordinating, all that kind of stuff. Whereas so then the opportunity came up for me to have more of like a merch focus perspective, which was a huge challenge for me because that was not, yes, I've helped with things like that, but that wasn't something I've ever been like in charge of myself and now here i am i i actually looked on my linkedin it was like it's been like 11 months right um 11 months later 
And I'm getting shout outs from my district manager and my store team leader on calls. I just had a call with one of our like senior market visual leaders um, and my DM talking about my map because we're setting something um, next week. And he and I got a compliment from my district leader like later on of how like I really held my own and I knew my business and he liked what I was saying. Yeah, no, that's great. I The best part about it uh, is developing in your own career, you and I. Um, which is why people always leave play. It's because you need a team. You need people yeah. on, you need a great, strong team behind you yeah. or because you, you can't really succeed on your own. No, and that's so. the thing too is like we have basically four leaders who work in visual and yep. like two of them have been at it for a while and I'm tra- working on training the other with the rest of them. I go to those other leaders when I need suggestion help even my store leader i'm like hey i need to pick your brain on this okay perfect collaboration is what makes you better because you're getting different perspectives and thought processes so that the next time around you can come up with better ideas yep yep yeah and that's it's the best to to see that happen and and to to challenge yourself it's not a weakness to ask for help and as someone who is you know, tends to be a big perfectionist in the tasks that I'm doing. Um, I always thought that like if I couldn't fully execute it myself and have it be 10 out of 10 with only me behind it, like it would, it wasn't good, but like it, you, you become better with collaboration Mm -hmm. of others. Like it's not a weakness to ask for help. Right. No, definitely not. Um, amazing points amazing yeah. points yeah no, sorry I, hope, I kept talking for no i hope i know i hope everybody learned something it's just it's it's hard when you get specific into your specific thing that it's like you know well, you're like no relate. one's gonna know we, we gotta relate here though to something yeah um okay uh we're gonna do a little speedball one here uh what food do your parents make better than anyone else in the world oh my god um oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh my god don't say it like that i'm, I'm sorry so i can't um Okay. Can, can it be like just like family anything, in general too? Anything. Okay. Hands down, and it's a different style, so whatever. If you want to argue with me, you can. But hands down, my family makes the best pierogi in the whole world. I can't wait. Can't wait to try. Whole wide world. Um, um, that's like the biggest thing that jumps out to me that's specific to my family. Um, otherwise, I don't know. My mom's like always been a great like comfort food. Yeah home-cooked meal like she's always made great like uh, oh um like stuff with mashed oh my mom makes no i know exactly what, what it's not necessarily a full meal but it's a, a part of the dish Hi. my mom bakes makes the best yorkshire puddings oh my i have ever we had, had this Why would we in not? my we, life we and i don't care so what other people's no, families have done my mom makes the best yorkshire you know, puddings yeah no that's fair um i mine for sure um my mom probably doesn't even know this i hope she listens uh, I think my mom makes the best uh, pot pies, whether it's chicken, turkey, whatever. Oh, I can't attest to this. She makes the best pot pies because she'll do something different every time. Can't and and <sighs> she uses the Pillsbury Doughboy dough, and I, it doesn't even care that she didn't she didn't make that herself. I had pot it pies when you best. were in Hamilton. Oh, she my, has brought she them is for the us. Best. And they are so good. Honestly, it's funny. As soon as you said Popeye, I was like, fuck that. Her jambalaya is fire. No, I think I love her chicken Popeye. And I'm probably missing a bunch too. But we grew up with that a bit. And she yeah. made it a lot when I was living yeah. with her. Um, that's that's up there yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, all right. Next question. What do you offer in a relationship? Uh, sparkling personality. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> what are some of your own red flags? My own red flags? Sparkling personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tend to be a bit of what's called like a, 
Um, I don't know. I'm kind of like the worst type of like one of those like perfectionist control people where like I'm really great at making lists and getting tasks done, but I tend to procrastinate other things. You don't say. And let other things go. Um, Don't even get sassy with me on here right now. I tend to be more of like an an organized, disorganized type where like... Well, see, that's not a red flag. I'm organized on paper. You don't get that until you're living with you. Okay. Do I... Did I have any overt red flags then? Um, I honestly can't remember. Okay. Um... I mean, it's maybe kind of funny, but also, like, I don't know if it's, like, serious, but, like, I did actually, for, like, a bit, have a bit of a red flag when you started talking about, um, this is so stupid, maybe it's really what? rude, the, just, like, the struggles you had with your dad, oh. and I'm like, oh, daddy issues. like, this issues. girl's got daddy yeah, issues. Yeah, that was, like, I just, it was, it was obviously out of fun. Oh, my I was God. Like, I laughed, but, I, but I genuinely was like, hmm, I hope that doesn't, like, <laughs> cause any issues here. Oh um but I also didn't really know what you that also say really issues it like was. it's been guys everything's fine. No, everything everything's totally <laughs> fine. But when you I think when you first explained it, you were it, it, you made it sound like a lot worse. And well, then because I, I had to, to give listen. If I'm gonna be in a long term relationship, I have to give you the context of the entire story of things. So obviously, yes, while I'm retelling certain moments, it makes it a little more dramatic because of how dramatic it felt in that yeah. specific moment. Other than that, there wasn't a, like any like initial red flags. Like we both were all, I think we were really in the right yeah. pace and stuff. And no, basically what Curtis is saying Michelle, is it wasn't until we know. moved in together that we we're like, yeah, well, that's hmm, a, that's this a thinking. bit of a like, quirk. Well, our red flags, I guess, technically are like after you start dating for a bit too, and like you realize some yeah. things. Yeah. Those are red flags, right? So then I would just I would jokingly again, your aunt Michelle is a red flag. <laughs> Honestly, I think she'd take that as a compliment. She definitely would. <laughs> um, but little little things like that, right? But uh, I just no, don't really um, Ryan's a bit messy. Ryan's, I, yeah, but that's the thing. I, after at first, you have these tendencies, and but Curtis those isn't. are red flags. What were you gonna say, Hunter? Curtis isn't. I'm not messy. I'm very organized. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, would, I would actually, like, I never thought I was, like, organized. Sometimes I thought I was the messy Listen, one. Listen, I'm, like, organized uh, but you're disorganized. you're so messy. No, you're, and I, lo- I know you're really messy. But, like, it's funny because I make the comment all the time about how um, you, your little, like, your areas of that apartment <laughs> are your brain. Yeah. Like, you're yep. just having, you just have my bags desk and stuff. My desk area specifically is everywhere. a manifestation of all the things that go you on my brain. You just have stuff everywhere. Yeah. And you leave it there for days. I know. Okay. Let's just shit on Ryan. This isn't a character assassination. <laughs> you can shit on me. What are, I knew, did I have any red flags? Um. I think my red flags would probably be like having just like just being so open that like my opinion is maybe not the a good opinion to have. Um. I. Th- it's more of like um. You tend to just you know what I. It's not a red flag though. It's just something that when it comes oh, to communication is. like. Um, and we've already like essentially have been working on and worked on this before, but it was, it was a matter of contending with the fact that you felt like you needed to fix everything that I brought up. And it's like, sometimes I just need to vent about it. I don't need a solution to my problem right now. And in fact, it's more infuriating that you're trying to like ask me questions in order to fix it because I get where you're going and I don't want to get there because I already know the answer. Mm -hmm. I just want to vent. You know, that is that something that's something that you have, like we have worked on now and you figured is like something that you really much you very much dislike now uh but that was that something noticeable at first 
Um, was that not a as overtly as when we finally started working on it. Because right. then by the time we were working on it, it was like, okay, this is like a real pro- like is- a problem for me communication wise because like I'm getting more frustrated because like I feel like you're not like just listening to me. You're just trying to spit out your solution yeah. sort of thing, right? Plus, plus it was at probably at a point where we were we were kind of linked in already. Like we're, it was, this is the relationship that we're in. So like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm not dealing with this 40 years down the line. Right? Yeah. Like you're yeah. going to learn that. Uh, well, no, it was, but I'm just saying like how soon in the relationship where you could have just been like, see, yeah, this is stupid. Like this is I stressful. wouldn't have left for that reason anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb so reason what, to leave. People leave for red flags. Yeah. That's but what happens. this is why I say it's not necessarily a red flag. It's yeah. just something that was like a challenge. Yeah. I, I never, th- I've never thought about red flags that I've had. I don't. I would love to ask girls that I've been on dates with, right? Yeah, or men. You know, men that you've been on dates with. What are what? What are some red yeah. flags? Yeah. That I have. Anyway, why'd you ghost me? What was my red flag? Yeah, literally. <laughs> love to ask some people. Um, let's see. Uh, last but not least, we'll get to yeah. Last question. Um, if you had to start your life over, where would you move to? Oh my god. Why did like you do from that again? the be- from why from, did you say it the exact same way? I don't know again from the beginning or like like as a baby or like if I had the option to get a new job and start somewhere else. So new. you click the reset button on your life right now. You're not a baby. You're not, resetting your life right now. Like right now, like I'm the, go. The I'm, aspects of your life are being reset. You're still a fucking adult. Okay, well it was a genuine. I don't think anybody thinks that question. Okay, whatever. I'm gonna be a child. Um, well, we're still together, right? You tell me. Can I make it that we're still together? Um, no. Oh, so I've never met you. No. Uh, then I probably moved to Europe. Not gonna lie. What if you? What if we were still? What if we still? Then I would move to Europe. Convince you to move to Europe, <laughs> which I've almost done before. No, well, I'm no. Actually, I almost did it to you. Yeah, that's true. We, we actually were trying. It was to a joint effort. Other. I think was, we was, were, got was, to the point that we're was. like, mm, let's convince we were, each we other. Like, let's think, move to Scotland or Germany. I think we literally for like thirty minutes were on it, and then we started we, planning we were out getting a whole home, thing. And I think we were coming back to see Chap or something. Maybe it was even before. No, Chap. we didn't even have the yeah, cat yet. But and then we, we, just were, went, we were both just like, that would kind of suck. To that's be like away really sucked to be that far. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So in the realm of it, I think that you're without me and you know you're starting your life yeah. over yeah resetting everything so yeah. you move to europe i wouldn't be surprised yeah um even if you're if i was with you i would just have to go like let's if there was the question of okay yes we're still together i'm on board with there wherever you want to go let's just say that's where you know mm-hmm. life is and we both reset yeah, right i'd probably specifically either germany or scotland i feel because they'd be both I, really I special would, places I, for I, us. I, yeah i a part of me thinks like I would thrive in other areas too. Like I would love to go to to Europe and, and, and live in Germany and reset there. But I also think about like other parts of even just staying in Ontario, like going super like out West um, of Ontario and being like in the mountains or being um, in, in the wilderness more being on a lake uh, or even um, like Nova Scotia. Or New I would say from, either like, East you know, coast or like, because um, I've never experienced Europe, so I can't. It's hard for me to say I want to start my life. Yeah, but that's kind of fun, there. though. Is, it is it's a new it experience, is. Oh, right? For sure. But, but I would honestly say I would also say the East Coast if we're staying on in Canada, um, or at least on the other side of the pond, um, is that uh, I think the East Coast would be a fun place to mm-hmm. relocate to start something new. For sure, right? Um, yeah. Either that 
or I'd want to go like kind of like southwest. Like Cali or further south? No, like like in Ontario still. Oh, so, like, I see, I see. I don't know, like Turkey Point sort of go like on the lakes way? water sort I of could, thing. I could go back that way. I don't that's know. That's southwest, right? Kind of. Because it's like towards. Yeah, southwest from us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I think, I think yeah, that's that's good. I don't. Lo- I wouldn't love to stay there, though. I wouldn't love to start a life there. I just feel like that's too small hick country. Really? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's just my opinion, though, because I grew up there. Okay. Um, okay, well, that was the last question. Um, that was the last one? Yeah. You don't have another one? Do you want another one? It's We were, like, already done the episode. We're already done the episode. Okay, this is uh, back on. One time. final one. What's a non-negotiable in a relationship for you? non-negotiable mm. meaning if they don't have this that's absolutely not gonna happen like i feel like the easy answer is like ability to like for open communication but you didn't have that but, yeah i get what you're saying i mean i could communicate with you, i was you more guarded yeah. but i was like willing to you but no it's hard for you still to like open up the communication yeah, I guess. Anyways, um, other than something like that, because I feel like every relationship should try and attempt to work at that at yes, whatever level yes, they yes. have. So if we want to talk about just general qualities in my partner, um, sense of humor. Huge. I'm sorry, but if you can't take a fucking joke, get out of here. Huge. It's huge. I grew up getting huge. picked on by my family who loves me huge. very much. Um, um, I uh, <laughs> needs to like my family like humor and like sass and and yeah. and and like chirping is like a sign of affection so yeah. like me i think one of the non-negotiables for me is needs to needs to oh my god chaplain okay yeah you fatty just kidding um so mean he's rocking the table look at him um needs to like my family because especially the way i join my family now too um oh yeah I was thinking about that in the grocery store today. I was like, how could people in relationships, like I've all, I would love to walk uh, up to people. You'd oh, be no, surprised I, I would love to quickly. walk up to couples on the street and be like, do your parents or family like, what I think about this relationship. You'd be surprised. And, and if they said they didn't like it, I'd be like, that's a red flag. That's yeah. immediately something I don't want to be a part of. Oh, 100%. I don't, but like, if and my maybe, fr- they, like maybe they family don't have, this, and or don't have friends. this close relationship, but it's like, they gotta have a point here, man. If my family and our friends like had a huge problem, like I'd be like, why? There's exactly. something got to be off here, right? Like there's got to be a. I, that's so yeah. strange. Unless you're self aware that your family's freaking crazy. Because that, that is a thought. I had, I know that there's some that situations does, that does where it's really challenging because like people have very confrontational, overbearing families. Um, whereas they don't don't have that issue. I have very chill, laid back people in my life. Um, who only want my happiness. So um, unless they genuinely thought that my partner was an evil person, then they'd yeah, have a problem. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Um, it's but, just, it would just, but, yeah, it would no, just blow my mind. Like if it was your parents and maybe like your siblings, like, like a, a few handful of people, then maybe. But if it was like the general, you know, collected. They're all like, we they, don't like this person. All of your friends and family go, yeah. we don't like this isn't what it's doing. Like, and you just go, whatever. That's hard for me to think that. Yeah, that's hard to be a, like, you fuck right. you guys. Yeah, I'm in love. Crazy. And I'm like, are you really though? That's just me. Because um, everybody hates your partner. <laughs> yeah. Um, I The last, my answer to that, uh, the last, the one non-negotiable I had when I was, when I actually was in the dating scene yeah. um, was needs to be down for a pint. And your Tinder bio had it. It was in my Tinder bio. That was me at a time. And I would, I would probably, 
Yeah. Still, they say the same thing now. Yeah, you gotta be. Down you need a girl who's for down for a, drink. a social gathering, whether there is whether you drink or you don't drink. Uh-huh. You gotta be down for. I think yeah, that's kind of basically drink, what that translated water, to for you. Is you wanted someone who would be down to be sociable, and like at that point in my life, I had already had so many different avenues that opened me up socially as a person. Yeah. yeah. Um, that it's one of those. I still tend to, you know, if I'm unsure of a situation, I'll kind of hang back a bit until I get a feel for where the conversation and everyone's personality is. It's who I am. I'll observe before I chat, but I'm definitely more apt to if I feel like I need to start the conversation. Or keep it going. I will. I'll ask the questions that I'll need to. I'll make jokes. I'll do whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always down to meet new that's people. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's something that's changed about me over time. Whereas, like, you know, even like, like a decade ago, like I would have been like, no, like I'm good with the people that I know. Right. Like I don't need to meet I anybody know, right? else new. Yeah. Whereas, like now, yeah. I'm like, no, I'll always meet somebody new. They're not an asshole. I'll be friends with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Of course. Yeah. Um. Wonderful, wonderful answers. Thank you so much. Those are Thank good you ones. so much. I love just being able I to think your voice got a little bit better like by this. the end of this, to be honest. It, it's funny because once it rests for a bit, it sounds really awful. And then like you're you're so tempted to say, Ryan, stop talking, or I'm tempted to stop talking because it sounds so bad. But like it's almost it gets to that point where like you push something enough and it breaks through. So then you sound yeah. like mostly normal. Yeah. But then it doesn't. I still doesn't feel like I sound nasally to myself, oh, though, course. which I'm sure I you're do. A little bit, you're a little bit, but which not. I apologize if it sounds a little more nasally. But um, I, I can hear like where my voice is underneath, but I definitely sound more nasally more to nasally myself. Than me. Um, anyways, thanks so much for listening to this week's thanks episode. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, let's have a drink. It was a blast. We hope you guys uh, partook in the deep conversations. Um, I love these conversations. Yeah, I love the and conversations if you guys first. have like a really good answer or insight you want to share to any of the questions we asked, definitely send us a message. Yes, or leave us a comment. Do, please do. Um, it was a blast. We will continue this segment because it's super, super fun. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Once again, uh, enjoy the weekend if you're listening to this close to the weekend. Absolutely, uh, weather is just so beautiful these days. I love it so much. I mean, not that we're uh, not boiling in oh our apartment God, or anything thing. it's so hot in this apartment this this we haven't we didn't even mention it i'm proud of us for not mentioning it this week i am but you know what guys we have had a really great summer so far and today has been challenging it's been a bit of a a sweaty one but we hope you guys are enjoying the weather um outside like we are uh and we will catch you guys next week peace